living in a world gone geek. It's time to geek hard or go home. The podcast is real. Here's your host, Grounded Geek. Hey, everybody. Welcome. We are back. World Gone Geek is back in the house, with the house being the internet. And <laughs> here we are, live on uh, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. And we are grateful to see you guys. It's really been uh, a while. We've taken the summer off, done uh, some things. Um, it's been, you know, a bit of a a cruel summer, uh, cruel summer, leaving me here on my own. It's very much been a cruel summer. Now you've gone. Um, no, I'm just... That was uh, Bananarama, by the way. Uh, very, one of my favorite songs. Actually, uh, one of the things right before this, I was thinking of that song and I actually looked it up. And I was actually disturbed to find out that if you Google Cruel Summer, Taylor Swift comes up in the in the search results before uh, Bananarama. So that was a little bit of a of a smack to my my age. But uh, there's no knock on Taylor Swift. I like her music, but I didn't even know she had a song called Cruel Summer. So congratulations to her for knocking Bananarama down the Google results list. Uh, but uh, now we're not gone. Now we're back. We are here uh, and ready to do the show some more. This season, we have got a lot of great guests actually lined up for you. We have some really cool stuff coming in the months to come. And tonight, uh, we are have a, a really fun topic to talk about because we saw an amazing movie uh, recently. But uh it wouldn't be any fun for me to talk about it by myself, so I'm bringing in my my friends here. Of course, with me is Utah, aka Koyuta, and Aliyah, aka Lalia. <laughs> we just realized before the show that was an inside joke. Um, Sorry, I was just I was just reading. I know that looks like an interesting book. We may have to discuss that later. <laughs> Welcome, guys. How are you guys doing? Greetings, programs. <laughs> you haven't been able to say that in like three months. Oh, it felt at good. least. It yeah. Felt good. Yeah. We, um, we haven't seen each other. Um, I mean, we occasionally talk on Facebook and things like that. We finally actually got to physically in three dimensions, see each other for the first time. Actually, since this podcast began, I've Correct. seen each of you individually, uh, for various reasons. Um, but never the three of us together in one place. I, well, there, I, I couldn't even prove that you weren't the same person I was until, say, the, until Saturday. There, there, was, there was a time where I think Aaliyah and I were the same person. We were just pretend. I, I thought Utah had two two cams pointed at himself. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know where that was going. Uh, but definitely taller in person. So that's fine. true. You're that's so much taller. Um, no, but it was great. We got together on Saturday uh, to see... Shang-Chi, which we are going to talk about in just a little bit. Um, but how, yeah. how was your summers, guys? Aaliyah, what, what, how things go for you this summer? Yeah, how I mean, you don't have to you, share Aaliyah. all the dirty details. How are you feeling now that we're back, I guess, is the real question. <laughs> no, my summer was great. Overall, it was a really great summer. Uh, summer, is my, summer and autumn are my favorite um, seasons. So definitely being able to be outside and just enjoy the weather. Um, before the very, very harsh <laughs> bad word comes. Um, so, yeah, my summer was really good. Got to visit some places uh, that I'd never been. And nice. um, I'm glad to be back. 
<laughs> yeah, and we we need to. I I need to call attention to the fact that obviously Aaliyah's connection is not the greatest, and she is now broadcasting from a bunker in an undisclosed location. Look, look, she you know she's on, on a, a no, on a Nokia three thousand from nineteen ninety three. She's using uh, a satellite, which I didn't dish. even know those had had cameras, but apparently they do. Well, I'm just preparing for we're going back. So <laughs> yeah, you went way By back with going the, with back that webcam before us. Got yeah, you. <laughs> got it. Just making sure it still holds up, right? Okay, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, with Utah, your summer. What's been up, man? Oh, I, I have a feeling that my summer was a lot like a lot of other people's summer. That, um, well, I don't really remember what I did because I think I didn't do a lot. <laughs> um, you know. It, there was a lot of binge watching. Uh, I remember uh, a lot of good shows came out. Marvel was a big uh, help for me because they mm-hmm. put out a lot of good shows that I got to watch. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing exciting due to uh, Delta variants and whatever else. And uh, so it was, I would say, an uneventful summer, uh, but it wasn't bad. It just, yeah, there wasn't anything super memorable. Like San Diego Comic-Con would have been great. And that's always usually one of the highlights of my summer every year, but just like last year, it was canceled and they did a virtual thing, which was even smaller than last year um, because yeah. they're doing a small special edition in person one in November, which I'm not going to go to. I, I'm just not ready. So, yeah. But, you know, it was you. a good summer. I, I'm, in, I'm sort of in the same boat. I didn't do a ton either. Um, San Diego Comic Con, I actually skipped all of it. I didn't watch any of it. Um, I just. There wasn't a lot. I, I don't know. And none of it like was really screaming out to me like, oh, I really got to see this one. And I think part of it wasn't really San Diego Comic-Con's fault. This is not a knock at all. Um, except for, you know, they're pushing a lot of stuff to November, hoping that they can get some live stuff. I think you're, we're going to see some cool reveals at that one. Um, but then again, yeah. a lot of these companies don't have anything big to reveal because they they revealed it all already and then couldn't release any of it now we're finally getting all of that right everything there's a huge backlog yeah yeah so i think it's like well here's dune again and um the eternals again and uh guess what there's a spider-man movie coming out again hey hey remember we were going to make a james bond movie hey that's coming out hey that's coming out yeah i just don't (laughs) so there's really like the the stuff that they're working on now they're not ready to reveal because it's been delayed so much but mm-hmm. um so that's i think that's part of it yeah i didn't i did get a chance to get out to an actual con it was very small the neo comic-con here uh, no, in cleveland right. ohio uh, i got a chance to go to that it's um it, they had everything spread out a little bit more because and less booths and vendors because they're trying to separate you know and keep people distanced and you know you're they asked you to please be vaccinated or wear a mask and things like that. So, um, you know, they were being safe, but it was a chance to get out. And that was really great to see people in costume again, see people uh, that I haven't oh, seen yeah. in a long time, uh, uh, you know, at, at these kind of conventions, ran into some friends there, which was really great. Um, uh, but yeah, that was kind of fun. Um, but other than that, yeah, I just kind of sat home and watched all the great stuff Marvel was putting out. And let's let's I mean, let's let's just really briefly like talk about that. Right. I mean, first of all, well, they, we finished up Bucky and, and Sam and Bucky power hour, like right before all this kind of right before the summer, we were still doing the show then. And then Loki followed a little bit after and Holy cow. What was that? So good. Um, By the way, uh, I just mentioned Loki, which means we may throw a quick spoiler or something out, Um, but you should have watched Loki by now. Come on. It's been out. (laughs) We'll try not to spoil Shang-Chi because that literally just came out, but you've had time to watch Loki. 
Um, I don't want to spoil things, but you know, we 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 did get to meet uh, a new character who's going to be very very important, I think, in the upcoming uh, phase of Marvel movies, um, played by uh, Jonathan Majors, who was phenomenal in that role. Yeah, he was excellent. Totally. Um, yeah. And I think the performance of this character in other movie, the other movies is going to be very different from this one. So he's yes. going to really get to be show he his range, which is awesome. He's yeah, he gets play. to play around, uh, and that's not spoiling because uh, you know I just the next phase is going to give him the opportunities to really expand on this character. It's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, so I mean, thumbs up for Loki, all of you. What Absolutely. do you think? I, I was yeah. super impressed at how how integrated uh well all of the disney plus shows right how in well integrated they are into the mcu because we've had marvel try television shows that they say were part of the mcu like agents of shield um and they ended up not really being part of the mcu yeah but they started they started out like they wanted to be <laughs> they, and they then tried they just kinda, and they just forgot about it um but like all these disney plus shows especially loki and wandavision um have i mean their stories that they gave us have such huge repercussions for the greater mcu that we're going to see reflected in the movies coming out um that i've been very impressed with how well they're telling this story this huge story arc for phase four in these tv shows and then also in the movies that we're having coming out it's so kind of genius the way they've connected it's everything. amazing how well it's all working out especially and, and since everything's like out of order right because of right. covid the movies were supposed to come out before some of the shows and everything yeah. kind of shuffled around so what you what do you think of loki Aaliyah? Uh, impressions? i'm trying to remember everything because i know oh, that, so, that like... good then huh <laughs> <laughs> i mean a lot of time has passed since then no, but I, i'm the I... one that's supposed to be forgetting everything that, that, uh, everything that he saw like three months uh, ago Aaliyah, you're not nearly seasoned enough to have that. Right. <laughs> but keep in mind, a lot of stuff happened this summer. That's fair. Very true. That's that fair. Is fair. That you is know, fair. Um, but, but. We'll, ha we, we'll have to have a, a, a special episode, as we talked about earlier, that will be available for Patreon subscribers only, where Aaliyah will tell you exactly like, what like happened a, all summer. I feel like Aaliyah's um, summer no. is a Disney Plus show. <laughs> How like, much I is that a, worth to you on Patreon, folks, to find out what really happened to Aaliyah's summer? I think uh, Aaliyah's summer is like an MCU Disney Plus show. I, think I literally was, uh, do you think I was like put into a multiverse or something? Where I'm, I'm seeing what this Could other be. side of me is Could going be. through. Could be. Could be. But anyways, <laughs> on that note, um, because a lot of stuff happened this summer, being able to have those Marvel shows um, and just and watch different things um, really, really helped me. Um, and I so remind you every I, week. <laughs> he does. Utah <laughs> is fantastic and infamous for his guess what day it is. I do it every single Wednesday or, or Thursday, depending on what day it comes out. But right. um, yeah, no, I did enjoy Loki. Um, and I, I'm, I'm excited. There's supposed to be a season two, right? Coming out yeah, that's two? what they really surprised me. Because that's that's the first show that's literally like, like confirmed in the show. Hey, we're coming back yeah. because One Division appears to be a one shot. It may not be. I mean, who knows? They may do something, it but they be. haven't. Um, mm -hmm. it, it appears to be a one shot that's going to be continued in movies. Uh, Sam and Bucky, same, right? Because we already heard that Captain uh, America is getting a new movie, and it's Sam, um, which is fantastic. Can't wait to see that. So those are. 
those are confirmed to be continued in movies. And Loki literally at the end said, hey, we're coming back. Like, there's a season two. Even though I think we're going to see some repercussions in movies still, he's oh, going to be back with with uh, with some adventures, which I, I loved. And, um, yeah, I thumbs up for me, too. I think it was fantastic. Um, we, Marvel, again, like we said, was very busy because Black Widow was finally released. Um, notoriously only on Disney Plus, which has got some litigation going on now. Yeah, with, uh, well, both. Johansson it was and Disney. It was it was released day and date, both in theaters. Right. And yeah, Disney you know what I mean. But I mean, I, like, it was the first one to be like to do both, like contentious mm-hmm. for what for doing it that way because one had been held on for so long, like they've been they sat on it forever, mm-hmm. and when they finally did release it, it's in both, and uh, Scarlett's not very happy about that, and and I I get why i mean i totally get that um they disney should have you know figured out how they were going to handle that before there should be like legalities that go in that you know go into play well actors typically yeah they'll typically sign a contract that gives them some sort of royalties or box office or whatever it is and and if they agree to that and then they're like yeah we're not going to put it in the box office right Right. yeah Uh, like literally if i said hey i'm going to pay each of you uh, as soon as this um, podcast goes live for all the people to see it. And then I put it on our Patreon account only that has only one subscriber right now, which is Utah. And then <laughs> therefore you guys got nothing. You'd be pretty mad, right? I mean, that would, you'd be yeah. mad because you're like, wait, I thought we were going to get something. And then you didn't even release it to people who are going to see it. So they split the box office with Disney plus, you know, who knows if they split it, but I'm just saying like, right. whatever, some of that money went here and some of it went there She's like, well, why don't, are we going to see some of the Disney plus? And right. it may have soured uh, a Russo brothers project that was in the works because they're like, yeah, wait, what oh. you guys got to figure this out before we yeah. sign a contract. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's good. Um, the Emma Stone did the same thing with Cruella. Um, right. And made, so I, I this, yeah. and there's been some contention about like, Oh, why are they doing that? Well, I think it's fair. Um, I think it's fair for them to, to expect Disney to like, answer say what is this like let's obviously the world is changing so should our contracts let's figure this out mm-hmm. um so hopefully they'll figure it out and the russos will be back because i don't want that i don't want that to not happen i love those we, yeah guys. We, we like the russo brothers we want another marvel movie filmed here in cleveland and that's the only way it's gonna happen mm-hmm. the russo brothers are cleveland boys doing good i mean yeah but overall i, I did enjoy um black widow i thought that mm-hmm. it was a really really good movie the ending i was not i mean it kind of upset me. The ending definitely upset me because Let's I didn't not spoil I, it. We'll let people. That's still that's a little closer. Well, I mean, so we'll leave it. Yeah, we all know that. Thanks to Infinity War slash. Oh well, we know what happens to her in Thanos <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, eventually. <laughs> um, but in the movie, part, you know, right? people may still want to uh, to see it. So I'll let I'll let that go. But but you did like the you did like the movie. What what, what did you like about it, Elia? Um. I I love when they dive deeper or like delve deeper into character development. So mm. being able to kind of see her background and really understand, you know, we've heard little bits and pieces of uh, of Black Widow at, throughout Marvel, but just for me, who someone who's never really read the comic books, being able to see that and see really firsthand where she like the life that she lived, um, and like that that traumatic i guess childhood uh i don't know what you want to call it but yeah well you know having grown up in ohio i can relate (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, we found out she grew up in Ohio, so that was kind of interesting. But, uh, but yeah, no, I thought it was great um, overall. So. Yeah, Utah, what was your uh, uh, I, overall I did, impression of? I enjoyed Black it. Uh, I liked. I liked. Like Aaliyah said, I liked the the. Uh, the, the, the information that we got about her backstory, kind of her family, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Vin Diesel would love this movie because... Um, <laughs> oh, but, her parents uh, cracked me up. Oh, uh, you know, it, it, it was... I liked the dynamic. Uh, I kind of liked the fact that it was kind of a more grounded film in terms of uh, there weren't, like, a lot of superheroes superpowered, so it was kind of... It reminded me a little bit of Winter Soldier and, and how kind of grounded and melee combat it was, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um... Yelena was my favorite part. Of course. Uh, loved her to bits. And uh, you always pose when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Spoilers. guys. Sorry. Um, but no, overall, it was a great movie. Uh, the ending, I feel like the, the last bit of it could have been a little bit better, but um, overall, it was a good film. I enjoyed it. I like seeing I wish there was more Budapest, though. Yeah. That's not enough Budapest. I need to we, know more. We got a little Budapest. bit of, of that. Yeah, I thought Black bit. Widow was was really great. It was not uh, at all what I was expecting. Um, and what I think what I love most about it is I still feel like Winter Soldier is one of my favorite uh, Marvel movies it's of one all. Of my top. Um, yeah. I just really Easy. love how, how it combines so many different genres into this like uh, that I like into this one kind of cool thing. And Black Widow was the closest movie to do some of that same stuff: the espionage, yeah. a little bit of uh, history, a little bit of you know. There was some. You know, uh, similar to Bucky and Cap, we had you know the past coming back to 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 haunt, haunt uh, yep. um, Black Widow. As far as the uh, character, you know, uh, in Taskmaster, we found out was connected to her past in some way. So yeah, things like that. I, I it was very Winter Soldiery in a way, in that way. Um, and so I love those aspects of it. I really enjoyed it. I thought the action was like amazing. It was really over the top, which is a lot of fun. That's what you expect yeah. in a good Marvel movie is some, some out of, out of, uh, unbelievable action and not just unbelievable, like, whoa, that's cool. But unbelievable. Like, yeah, right. There's no way any human being would have <laughs> right. survived that. Um, but I mean, they survived this. That's a comic book. That's what people do. You know, you suspend disbelief, right? Um, I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then after that, uh, they just kicked off What If, and we've gotten three oh, episodes so far. Three. Yep. Three. Yeah. And how cool is that show? That's a lot of fun. Oh. That was always one of my favorite uh, um, comics, I too. I used to pick series. those yeah. up. One of my favorite ones is What If the Punisher's Family Hadn't Been Killed? Right, if they survive. And um, I, because I was a huge Punisher fan um, back in the day. And read all of those comics. And when that one came out, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Let me find it out. Um, I don't want to spoil it for you, but let's just say Frank Castle's life is cursed no matter what. So yeah. it, it, you would think that it yeah. was, oh, well, you that's would, a good thing that happened. It, yeah, right. not necessarily. You would think that he'd become this great, you know, like an accountant somewhere or something. But <laughs> Maybe. No. No. Um, yeah. But that's anyway, so, so yeah, the show has been great. We got to see Captain Carter. That was phenomenal. Oh, that was phenomenal. Uh, we got to find out that... Um, uh, if uh, Black Panther had gone into space, we never would have even had Endgame because uh, apparently Thanos really likes uh, Black that Panther, so and he yes. uh, he he uh, he didn't talk him out. People are like, oh, only Black Panther could talk Thanos out of uh, his Endgame. He didn't talk no, him out of it. It's like no. their their relationship made Thanos a more understanding person, and yes, right. he still had the idea, but because he was. 
you know, with these people, he's like, you know what, though, you, you know, you're that right. Was such, a great that. that was such a so great reveal. That was so great. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I love how everybody kept saying, like, well, that seems like genocide. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not genocide. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so great. So great. But that was a really fun episode. And what I love is I can't believe these the people's voices. This was our last uh, chance to see that was, uh, uh, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman as thing. Black Panther. Uh, yeah, um, like that, that was really interesting. Um, and apparently he, I, I read something about it that he was the first one to sign on to that project when they announced it, wow. oh. when they, when they said they're doing what if he was like, I'm in count me in. He wanted as many chances to play T'Challa as he could. Cause he knew what was coming. And I just, that to me made that episode so, so much more, uh, yeah, bittersweet, but yeah, just, it was, just, I was so just much like, more meaningful. I mean, this was his, you know, swan song. He's like, I'm going to do T'Challa one more time. And look what he did. He saved the universe. You know what I mean? Uh, um, which is just kind of amazing when you think about it, but yeah, I'm yeah, I, Star Lord. Anyway, <laughs> well, I, we could do a whole episode of me <laughs> defending Star Wars because not defending what he did, but yeah, people have been giving him a hard uh, rap, but um, uh, yeah, there's a lot that, that, <laughs> that didn't change because of T'Challa that, so that universe still has other th threats that are coming. Yeah. But it's also um, interesting how, um, Oh, what's his name? The collector, the collector, how he yes. just becomes the most, the all powerful being or yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, that was kind of interesting. And then now the, um, the most, well, no, there was four episodes so far because then You're we right. got to see the Avengers, uh, oh what would happen the if the Avengers all got, got like murdered. serial murdered, which was interesting. Oh um, yeah. The Hulk. Yeah. The, that, the Hulk was basically the Marvel's way of answering the question. That's as close to the Ant-Man Thanos meme yeah, the, that you're yeah. ever going to get from Marvel. People, I don't know if you've heard this meme, Aliyah, or not. Maybe you have. Um, but people said that the that the way Endgame should end is Ant-Man should shrink down, fly into an orifice that I will remain n nameless on a human really? body. Oh, it could go, it, well, technically he could go okay. into any orifice. All right, fine, so fine, fine. to only choose the orifice that people chose <laughs> is really crude. Um, his butt because is it's what I'm saying. Memeable. That he could go in there and then expand into giant Ant Man, and then, and then he would. Uh, that's how you could kill Thanos. Yeah. Which which Leah's <laughs> face? Oh my gosh! If, if you're listening to the audio <laughs> podcast, you're missing it. You should really be watching us live on Sundays because because if you think about it, theoretically, <laughs> that would work. Yeah, okay. but it would be very and, ghastly and. And gory, right. and so and to a certain yeah, but extent, I feel like I mean, we also saw that on like uh, the magic school bus or something, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, they want to make sure Wait. not to expand oh, the magic God. school bus oh, while it was right. inside. Right. In the behind in the behind the scenes bloopers, they actually did that and killed <laughs> killed somebody because the magic bus ex expanded. <laughs> yeah, I'll, have find, I'll, I'll have to find I'll have to find that on YouTube. I'll, I'll send the link to you. That's why they had to recast Miss Frizzle for the new season for oh. Netflix because, yeah, yeah, because she got canceled was... because of that. Um, well, I mean, wait, is that really happen? Or is that a joke? <laughs> no, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Oh. <laughs> um. But anyway, so in the Hulk, yeah, the Hulk, uh, Ant-Man went in there and expanded Hulk's heart until he blew up. And that was just crazy. So wait, um, what happened to um, uh, Clint? What is his name? Clint? Hawkeye? Clint? Yeah. Clint <laughs> Martin? Yeah, Clint. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, How did he die? Yeah, what one? happened in that one? Did he just uh, like... 
I don't think they, yeah, I don't think they actually said exactly what it was. It's just in, somehow in his prison cell, he was killed and we just don't yes, know. Yes, that's right. They found him in the, yes. They yeah. found him in the I don't think cell. they actually said specifically what it was, unless it was also the same poison that they got Iron Man. I can't remember. Yeah, but, um, and that is also confusing, like even with, um, <clears throat> excuse me, even with uh, Thor, like. He just got shot by an arrow. I feel like he's been shot by many well, things. But, well, keep you know. in mind that at that time in in the in the Thor movie, he, he was still didn't have his powers oh, because yeah, he couldn't yeah. even he wasn't even worthy to lift Mjolnir because he would right. had gotten ejected You're from right. Asgard right. and all that. So right. yeah, yeah, he, he hadn't was killed even, just he, like anybody else. He hadn't even had a cup of coffee yet. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I no, think that, that was before the coffee, right? That was my one of my favorite scenes from that. Movie. I like it. Was the best. Um, and then uh, the most recent one was uh, Doctor Strange. We really got to see what oh, messing yeah. with the multiverse can do, and uh, it really has got me, another well you know, wondering one. about the Spider-Man movie now with Strange, right? and because right. we see that Strange is at least in the trailers is willing to mess with that, so and he shouldn't be, which is kinda... which has really gotten me concerned about like something's up with Strange in this movie, don't you think? Like I don't think he would do that. There, yes. Well, th that that was. But my he first is pretty thought. egotistical, though. He is an arrogant guy. We kind yeah, of even though how he... arrogant he is, right? Yeah. Um, but also, uh, that one didn't end in like a positive note. No, it didn't. No, not really. It was still kind of because in the end, because in the end, like he was still well in the end. Well, he, his the there was only one way that he, that it could end, and it was either that he. Gave up the girl, and we don't want to spoil it for people. That one's a more recent one, but that was great. It was great. Well, what if is great. If you're not watching it, you should be watching yes. it because yeah. they take storylines and mess with them that would never be messed with in the MCU. And we can see what would about happen. The like, who is this really, guy? His name's Awatu. Yeah, Awatu, the Watcher. There's a race of them, and all they do is just is watch. It reminds me of the Timekeeper. The it what? The Timekeeper. And what the timekeepers are different. I know. Oh, remind I gotcha. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 I gotcha. Yeah. I mean, the MCU could try to connect those two, but I don't, I think the watchers are just that they just watch. Well, stuff. and then you have to remember the timekeepers were fake. I That's know, true. but the guy that you guys said his name earlier. Oh, he who remains. He who remains. Yes. That guy. That's who it reminds me of. Like this guy that just like is in the sky. Oh. Well, uh, if you, everything. and that, that I could see that, especially if you haven't read the lore and read other comics, but the watchers are a race. Like there's more than just oh, that guy. He's the oh. main one that we see. Um, in fact, kind of if you watch one of the guardians movies, there's a bunch yes, of watchers a, sitting on a rock a talking to Stan Lee uh, uh, in one of the, uh, po That's in right. one of the scenes, it was, Post credit scene, or it was when they were flying by. I think they or were something. flying through the portals. I think they flew flew by, and yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like Stan, having a chat like with some watchers. And so that time, I dressed up like a delivery man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like giving the behind the scenes on all of his cameos, which which led which more more people to think that Stan Lee is, is a watcher. Yeah. That's why he's in all the movies. That's the, what they're thinking. Which anyway. I love. I love that theory. I love that theory too. It's awesome. Um, anyway, so all of that to say, Marvel's been very busy uh, over the summer, and now they're kicking off the fall with a bang uh, because Shang-Chi was just released on Thursday. And we so are good. about 
to jump into that conversation. Uh, we're gonna that's what we're gonna do for the rest of the show. But before we do, um, I just want to take a quick moment to um, let you guys know and remind you that we have merch, right? We have shirts that have World Gone Geek on it. Um, we've got a lot of uh, like, uh, what, are you, what am I trying to say? Um, the different movie uh, geek stuff that's available at T Public. Um, that's going to be in the notes on YouTube and in the show notes of the podcast. So make sure you go and check out our merch store. There's some really cool shirts. And here on Labor Day weekend, uh, a lot of the t-shirts are only $13. They're still shipping, but if you buy a couple of shirts, it only averages out to a couple dollars per shirt for shipping. So at 13 bucks, you're still getting a pretty good deal on some shirts, but, um, they're really, they're really fun. They're really good. You can get a world gun geek shirt you can get a surf Arrakis shirt, get ready for Dune, uh, which is coming up soon. Uh, we've got some other shirts like that too. And I also want to remind you that you should really go see our friends at johnscrazysocks.com. Uh, John's Crazy Socks is a great place to get socks uh, that are crazy. <laughs> They've got great designs, a lot of geek-friendly designs, and the company is just uh, top-notch. They're fantastic. It's run by a dad and his son, John. John has Down syndrome, and uh, together they put together this company. They run it, and um, if you order socks from John, he will send them to you with a personalized note and some candy and things like that. They just really take care of you as a customer. They have a sock of the month club. Check it out. If you go use the, the code WGG 10 uh, and you'll get 10% off uh, or maybe still WGG. All of a sudden I've forgotten the code, but anyway, uh, you can go there and use that code to get 10% off your purchase. We get nothing from that. Just so you know, I am simply telling you about John because I love the company. I love the socks and I think it's a really great cause. Um, a lot of the proceeds for those socks go to special Olympics. So got to check it out. Um, that being said, I'm about to hand it over to my good friend, Utah, who is uh, going to oh, introduce sorry. and, uh, kind of kick off our topic, uh, for tonight. Um, what could it, it be? What could our I don't topic know. be? Could it be a movie that opened, just opened this weekend that's been delayed forever and finally has come out? I think um, so. Yes. Yes. We're going to talk about, uh, one of the comic book characters that not many people know about. Shang-Chi. They're about to. What a great, what a great movie that was. But we're going to talk about the movie in a little bit. Um, but anyway, so. Who uh, is this guy, Utah? Oh, he's some Asian kid. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so just a little bit of history about Shang-Chi. He uh, is a Kung Fu master. He was created back in 1973 during the whole big Kung Fu chop sake sort of you know, uh, trend that happened in the early 70s. And what Marvel wanted to do was they wanted to jump on that because Kung Fu, the TV series, had just been started being broadcast and they thought that this would be a, a new trend they could uh, jump on and sell a lot of books with. But they, uh, Kung Fu was owned by Warner Brothers, so there was no way Warner Brothers, parent company of DC, would let Marvel have that character. So they came up with their own character, original character named Shang-Chi, which in Mandarin roughly translates to Rising Star. Um, the problem was the ed editors at Marvel didn't think that an original Kung Fu character would sell. So they wanted something familiar in terms of Asian characters. So they licensed Fu Manchu. Uh, <laughs> which is a and, uh, villain from some books or something, right? Which is a villain, an old British villain uh, from some old British books. 
Uh, rumor has it that the, the 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 author that created Fu Manchu like went to a Ouija board and asked, "I need to create a character and a villain for these stories I want to create. What do you think?" And allegedly, no, there's no proof of this. Nobody knows this for sure. But allegedly, <laughs> the Ouija board spelled out China Man, and that's when Fu Manchu was was created. Really? Wow. Sounds really sounds really weird, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyways, um, so they made. Fu Manchu, the father of Shang-Chi, and Shang-Chi started off as an assassin for his father, but then realized his father was evil, and then went off and joined MI6 um, and British Secret Service to foil Fu Manchu's plans and also just do good in the world. Um, so that went on for a decade. It had 125 issues, which actually isn't a bad run in general, for, especially for mm. an original character that nobody knew before. Um, and then... Uh, the last one was 1983, and that's actually uh, where I first met Shang-Chi uh, was in, in the early 80s. I saw him on the grocery store rack because at that time, comic book stores were not around a lot, right? Anytime mm-hmm. you got a comic mm-hmm. book, it was always in a grocery store rack or a bookstore rack. And so I saw that on the grocery store rack, and I thought to myself, there's an Asian on a comic book cover, and I haven't seen that. And I am, at the time, 83. I was 12 years old. I thought, I thought you were going to say, I am at the time Asian. <laughs> like, well, at that time. And at that time, <laughs> I was still Asian. And I so I thought to my... I totally <laughs> thought you were... I was like, what are you going with this? Okay, sorry about that. Well, it's true. I was still... I was Asian at that time. Yes. I was, and I thought to myself... Funnily enough. Right. Coincidentally, I thought to myself two things. One, there is actually an, uh, an Asian superhero on a comic book cover by a big comic book house, Marvel. And I had already been a Marvel fan from because of Spider-Man, right? Mm. And so I thought to myself, that's amazing. And then I also thought to myself, do I want to be the Asian kid at the grocery store reaching out and buying the Asian comic book? Because also at the time, I was growing up in uh, kind of white suburbia. So I didn't necessarily want to um, sort of put a spotlight on my difference because mm. I was the only Asian kid of two at my elementary school. And so did I want to, and I felt like if I went to buy that comic book and take it home and be seen with it and talk about it, that I would be amplifying my otherness mm. and subconscious. And that, that actually was the first time I started realizing, Oh, wait a minute. Why am I thinking like this? Well, it's because I've always been different and it never really hit me as a child, but seeing a reflection of myself in a place that I didn't expect it made me realize that, Oh, well, there are very few places where I see myself or someone like myself reflected in media. And so that kind of, that kind of stuck the seed in my head, like, Oh, this could be something, this, this is a thing. But anyways, so Shang-Chi stopped, they stopped publishing Shang-Chi uh, in the early eighties. And he came back every so often in various crossovers. And it wasn't until probably about the 90s that uh, he became less of a, of a trope. He, he didn't speak like a fortune cookie, uh, which he mm. did a lot in the early um, comic books. Uh, technology had come to a point with comic book publishing that he was, didn't have to be yellow-orange in skin tone. He was a bit more natural in skin tone. Um, and... His uh, appearance kind of normalized a bit to what is actually Asian versus 
the uh, bull cut, slanty eye, a little bit, you know. He was modeled after Bruce Lee, but there were still things that they did, especially with Fu Manchu, that were very much steeped in, in, in very, very racist tropes and the whole yellow peril thing that started back in, you know, I guess the 1890s, really. Mm. Um, but thankfully, with this movie and with the announcement of Shang-Chi, um, and even in the more recent uh, comic books that Shang-Chi has been in, uh, all that they do very much uh, push away. The, his the racist history and the racist roots of the, ori the, the origination of the character, they very much put down, put it away. They want to very much obviously reinvent and kind of make it a more uh, true story uh, for Shang-Chi, which I'm very happy about because um, to have an Asian-led movie from Marvel Studios with an Asian cast and an Asian director and Asian writers, um, number one is only the fourth Hollywood movie since 1993 to have an Asian cast which is amazing to me, um, but also to be a, a Marvel superhero. And the superhero movies are kind of the thing now, right? They're kind sure. of the thing for this generation. And so now kids have, much like Black Panther, you know, kids now have a superhero that looks like them, that they can relate to just, you know, innately. And not only that, but the story also in the movie is is very much relatable as an Asian American immigrant. Mm -hmm. So, um, so even though Shang Chi and there will be people out there that say, "Well, Shang Chi comes from very racist uh, roots," and you know, look at Fu Manchu. And to them, I say, "Well, you know what? That was decades ago, and Marvel obviously knows better now than they did forty, fifty years ago." And so, yeah. I'm glad that they're erasing it. And, and mm. moving forward and, and giving us something like this because it's reputation, re representation matters both in front of the camera and behind the camera. And I'm glad that Marvel is committing to it between Black Panther and this and Eternals. And, um, you know, they're, they're not just in it for we have the first uh, black superhero. We have the first Asian superhero. We have the first female superhero. They're in it for the long haul. You, you see the Marvels coming out. You see all of this. So they're, I'm glad that they're continuing on this trek versus just going, hey, we did this once. So, mm. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it's and I love how um, this, uh, what, you, what you were saying, like people are kind of, you know, what about the, what about the backstory? Or what about the, the history of this character? And I, I just, to me, it's like, well, what about it? Like, this is the perfect time to, to, to kind of like redeem that. Let's get that out. Absolutely. Let's 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 take what was wrong and fix and it fix and it. do something. Yeah, instead of saying, oh, well, that was a terrible idea and it was stereotypical and it never should have happened. Okay, maybe you're right. That's true, but it did happen. But you know what? We have the opportunity now to like to Rewrite to fix it. it. Yeah, yeah, we can rebrand that as as something positive and I love what they're doing with, it. I think it's been great. And, and just to see, I mean, we've been friends for a very, very long time and just to see how excited that you have been since the announcement of this, just, you know what I mean? Like I, I know that it is important to you, that it means something to you. And so that makes me super excited about it as well. I mean, yeah, the, it, 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 it's, um, you know, I, I was, it was amazing. I was there in 2019 at San Diego comic-con when Marvel came up for their, 
for their panel and they announced all of these movies and and the two movies that really hit home for me were shang chi and the eternals and mm-hmm. they announced the eternals first and the cast was brilliant because they're kind of literally recasting the eternals not as just um you know some uh, ambiguous uh celestial beings but they actually purposely uh, got chloe Zhao, now an academy award-winning director and writer mm-hmm. to to direct this movie and then they got a wonderfully diverse collect, diverse cast to play these eternals and i i like that direction and i'm excited to see where that goes but then when they announced shang chi i i i'm mad enough to admit i started crying because i remembered how much seeing shang chi on a comic book meant to me as a kid mm. and and so and then and then you hear the story that simu Liu like was told he was cast as shang chi Oh, and by the way, in two days, you've got to fly out to San Diego from Vancouver uh, so we can show you off to, you know, 8,000 people at Hall H in San Diego. So, <laughs> I mean. That's it, fantastic. It, yeah. So, yeah, it, I I hope that I wasn't too overbearing about my excitement for Shang-Chi, but. Oh, gosh, no. I couldn't help I it. I mean, it's infectious. <laughs> That's what I love about it. Like, and again, you know, it's just I have a, a lot of friends that were equally excited about Black Panther when it was coming out. You know what I mean? And it's just it's so great to see like this type uh, this type of uh, excitement about the diversity of movies. And like you said, with Eternals, like what what a movie to make diverse, right? These characters that are eternal, immortal, uh, like protectors of Earth earth right yep there is absolutely like no ridiculous way that they would all be one particular race one or another race, right, right? Exactly. like this these are the protectors of earth over the over eternity over the these immortal time period and it represents every, a lot of different people which it's is fantastic super yeah. diverse it's, cast it's just amazing. going in, in in ways all of these movies are going in directions that are exciting to see i think Absolutely, you know, just like Black Panther was a watershed moment for 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 that community. I, I truly believe that that Shang Chi is a watershed moment for the Asian community, and um, I'm hoping that it's very successful this weekend. Just as more proof that um, you know people will come out to see these stories told by these people. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be. Uh, what we've seen from Hollywood over the past, you know, hundreds of years. This is, you know, we're ready as a as a, as a society. We're ready for um, other stories than the ones that we've seen. And so, yeah, I'm really really looking forward to it. Well, I want to get into what you thought of the movie, but let's um, let's kind of go around. Let's start with you, Aaliyah. Um, and again, just for everyone to know, this is our first time getting together. This was really fun as a as a as a group. Uh, Utah was so excited for this movie that he rented out a theater because theaters are doing that now, which is amazing. And uh, it invited us and a, f- a bunch of friends and, and uh, their families. And uh, we got to go see this movie. Um, what did you think of it, Aaliyah? Did you uh, did you enjoy this movie? Like, what were your first what are your initial thoughts? So I'm definitely I was definitely not like. Uh, Utah or yourself, Jeff. I didn't really know much about uh, Shang-Chi before I saw it. Um, but I I have like a very strong passion for like 
Japanese Asian culture. Um, and I hope that's not like cultural appropriation or anything along those lines. I just, I appreciate it so much because you, of you the, can be a the, fan. The, Being a fan <laughs> is not appropriation. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, but I just like, I don't know. I, there's something about the, the history and, um, even the moments in, in Shang-Chi that was just, it was just beautiful to me. I don't know. Even when they like the, the father son clashing, but yet they were still like, there was still so much love to be felt, you know, um, that I just, it's like you want, I don't know. I love the movie. Let me, let me just start by saying that, but I, I definitely had like, uh, moments where I, if I was alone, I probably would have cried, but I was sitting next to Jeff. So I was just like, there, was, so there were times you're hold, where I was, you were holding your, you were holding it in. I was, there was moments where I was just like, Oh, this is, you could have let it out. I was feeling a little emotional a couple of times too. There's some stuff in there, man. It's really, it was well I, done. It was, it was very well done. Um, I wished that I kind of had those moments where, you know, like you guys, where I could have, you know, was a kid and saw comic books. I was just like excited to see that type of stuff. Um, um, but you know, I didn't grow up like that. And so to hear your story, Utah, it's just so I don't know. I kind of had to put myself on mute for a second because I was getting a little emotional. But yeah, yeah. it's such a beautiful moment, um, and I'm mm-hmm. so glad that you got to uh, experience this movie. And I'm very grateful uh, one to meet you in person not virtually but also <laughs> um but just to experience that movie with you guys because it was definitely uh, definitely a great movie so. yeah i think for i think i was the same way i think the um for me i, I didn't know what to expect i really i'm gonna be honest like i expected the the iron man formula that was repeated in doctor strange, doctor strange was right. sort of repeated in ant-man was right. sort of now don't get me wrong they're good formulas and they work in all those movies and they do them uniquely enough each time to make me entertained by them um but i was expecting that here i expected okay we'll get a little bit of an origin the, there's going to be a big bad he's going to have to fight him he'll win and we'll all be cheering at the end and that's great um Wow, this movie it's just kind of flipped all of my expectations on their their head. Um, I've seen some trailers now that do show some of the mythical things that occur. So I, I don't think it's a spoiler to 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 talk about the fact that, and I hadn't seen those pre- prior. So when the mythical uh, uh, Chinese mythology and stuff that they infused into this movie oh, like came so to fantastic. life, fantastic. I had no idea that was coming. Like I was like. Like I dropped my jaw. I was like, what is this? And I was just like, this is crazy. This is, and in a good way, this is not me. Like, I'm just like, whoa. Like it just, it like went from, uh, like it, it had these great roots in these, in the great Kung Fu movies and, and other, you know, action, uh, um, uh, movies that I, I loved as a kid. It starts out like those, you know, he, he has to fight guys on a bus. Don't be wrong. That was the greatest scene. Was, one oh, of the greatest action scenes I've seen in any Marvel movie. <laughs> that hands bus down. fight was fantastic. It was, was looking phenomenal. At, looking at him. But, I 
But the way the fight happened, like it happens that way in so many of these, like uh, of the, you know, uh, look at like any of the the movies with the kung fu heroes and things like oh, that, right? They're walking yeah, down right, the street yeah. and some guy is like being, you know, braggadocious hey, in front of them, and, yeah. yeah, and they they fight, and of course he defeats them, and you realize, oh, he has all these power. You know, I didn't know you could fight like that, and he's pretending not to have it up to that point, I and mean, it's just some of that. That's that wasn't like a stereotype or a trope, though. I mean, that was no. like I mean, it, it was more of an homage <laughs> to like that style of movie, the way they did that. And they yep. did it again in a unique way that made it kind of like this is we're we're taking this back. We're doing something cool with it. And yep. man, they did um, the fight on the side of the building. Was oh, scaffolding. Yeah, that, wow. that one felt very Jackie Chan. There was a lot of stuff that happened in there that I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is a this is like these are inspired by some of these great uh, uh, actors, these legends who have made some oh, yeah. really great movies over the time." And then the um, and I'm gonna butcher how to pronounce it. The W U X I A Wuxia is that how you pronounce the Wuxia? Yeah, the, yeah. Um, with the wire foo and things, you know, with the the the, the crouching tiger and uh, um, all of those, you know, movies. Uh, you know, obviously all movies, those movies right. further back. Um, crouching tiger's freshest in my memory because I love that movie so much. But just being able to kind of homage and do that as well, I was just like, what a love letter to this type oh, yeah. of of filmmaking this is because so those films homages. aren't as appreciated as they should be they're appreciated by people like us who well like Aaliyah said who have this like passion for that culture who don't necessarily live you're either in that culture or you're somebody like me or Aaliyah who have s seen those movies or grew up with anime or watched you know kung fu movies on kids they were always on Saturdays and I watched them uh, all um I love th those movies Bruce Lee I grew up on those movies like that kind of stuff um to see this movie kind of just really just just embrace all that and just bring it to life and then <laughs> go into this fantasy world full of the Chinese mythology that has been with the dragons and things. Oh my gosh. So like so I can't, I'm just gushing. I know at this moment, I, I can't <laughs> stop talking, but it's the, the movie surprised me in so many ways. It was just so uh, usurped what I expected in such great ways that uh, my family here, I mean, the kids that came with me, Utah, some of them are were debating whether this was the best Marvel movie they've seen. Wow! And I don't know that I I don't know that it's there. It's definitely up there. I'm trying to oh, decide. It's up there for sure. Like yeah, it's not yeah. like I'm. There was not a moment where I was like, "Well, no, it's not the best." I literally have to think about it. I'm like, "It was really good." Oh my gosh, you're right. Is it the best? Like, I have to really get there. If you if you if you're trying to decide whether or not to see it, it is. So, it has so many elements. You, that yeah. it is it's it's just so much the scale of this film is so much larger than the trailers give it credit for it is phenomenal it was so fun the action was just and again like i said those two action scenes i mentioned at the beginning i've i don't think i've seen an action scene in a marvel movie yet that has had me that on the edge of my seat like i was so concerned for the characters do you know what i mean that i was like oh my gosh what's gonna happen is is like th are they okay is this gonna be okay um it was phenomenal utah uh i <laughs> i gotta stop talking so <laughs> well, take over i i 
I, I, I had high hopes for this movie. I, I tried to, uh, I'll admit, I tried to kind of temper my expectations because I, I, I know how important, uh, at least to me and, and to uh, the Asian community, how the success of this movie is. And I was thoroughly, thoroughly blown away and impressed by, by what, what they've done. I, it's, it's incredibly, it, it's fantastic. I mean, you can see uh, the difference that having people behind the camera, having, you know, uh, Daniel Cretton, David Callahan, having Asian Americans and Asians behind the scenes writing this and, and filming this um, gives us a certain nuance and I think an importance uh, to the material that you wouldn't get necessarily if you had a different set of directors and writers. Uh, and from the get-go, they all agreed. Uh, even Simu Liu was saying that uh, when he met with uh, the director and the writers, they said th they all were on the same page. They had a list of things they wanted to uh, break or destroy in terms of all of the stereotypes or tropes or everything else that, that came before this movie because they wanted this movie to uh, you know, be relatable for everyone and also to kind of show that, hey, you know, our community isn't nearly as different as uh, you might think. And so uh, I think that shows in the final product because really this movie to me anyway, was all about family. Um, all about, again, Vin Diesel, you're going to be happy. Um, <laughs> but it was all about uh, the kind of contentious relationship between father and son, which is one of the most important relationships um, in Asian culture. And almost, I think more so than, than, than others. And um so it was great to see uh, that kind of story. And then the fight, the fights were, of course, amazing. The choreography mm -hmm. was outstanding. I dare say that the fights in here are some of the best in the MCU. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the first, that first fight, uh, I, I don't want to even want to call it a fight. That first dance. Yeah. Was, oh, my uh, gosh. Be between uh, Shang-Chi's uh, father and mother was just so incredibly Elegant. moving and beautiful for me. I mean, I, I just couldn't believe how beautiful it was done. I mean, it's very mm -hmm. much Wuxia, very much Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or Hero, That's or Fugis, or yeah. Ip Man. I mean, House it was of just right, House of Flying Daggers. Flying yeah. Daggers. <laughs> I mean, it was just so beautifully done. And, um, you know, you've got Tony Leung and, and, and Fala Chen, and just those glances that they shared in the, in the fight, it was just... I found myself so moved by that and I, it's kind of hard to describe why, but it was just so beautiful to watch mm -hmm. and, and the emotional content behind it all was, was also very powerful. And then the fight on the, and then the bus fight was just, it's one of my favorite fight scenes I've seen on film. So it was just great. so well done. And Simu Liu very much channeled, you know, very much at a great homage to the old Jackie Chan films with, mm -hmm. with how it all started during the fight. Um, you know, the little, little beats comic beats during in between uh the the fight it was just all so well done and, and like you said there are so many great homages that they did so well in this in this movie that um uh was really just amazing and fantastic and yeah i'll be i, I, I there were a couple of times where i cried i was just mm -hmm. moved to tears by some of this stuff um and you know, sometimes Marvel movies have the little problem in the third act where, like, the big battle can be a little CGI heavy. And it doesn't bother me so much just because everything else is so well done. Um, like in Black Panther, that final fight on the train track um, was a little yeah. CGI heavy for me and took me out a little bit. But I still I still love the emotion behind it and I still love that movie. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I was concerned when the, once they got to uh, once they got to you know that act in this movie, I I started wondering like ooh you know are they going to be able to pull this off? And they did. I really mm-hmm. I didn't have an issue with it at all. Um, of course, I might be a little biased, but, <laughs> well, um, I but think, all of it was just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I I, I like um, kind of what what you said there, and I think people who have an appreciation for that the culture of these movies um, and that type of you know those homages and stuff who have that appreciation are going to love this, and I think those who don't yet have that appreciation are going to see this. And, and appreciate it. Do you know what I mean? Like they're yeah, going to gain, like absolutely. you're going to look at this and go, wow, like this is really cool. You know, like the first, I just remember the first time I saw, you know, a Bruce Lee movie, you know what I mean? Like I was like, what, this is what a fascinating thing. You know, this is yeah. like this, you know, the different, um, the, well, the fighting of course is always phenomenal, but he was great at just kind of bringing, uh, bringing the, these different types of themes to those types of movies. It was not just, Oh, who's going to be the next bad guy in front of me, the face down. You know what I mean? Like there's, right. there was like an emotional content to some of that kind of stuff. And then, then there were other ones where there weren't that it didn't matter. There were stuff on the fights were so good. You didn't, <laughs> right. ma- you didn't care. Right. You just right, wanted right, to right. see that because you're right. The, the, the fighting is so lyrical and like, uh, and like, the it's like a dance and then this it almost really is a dance but it's just this ah it's just it's beautiful it's a ballet uh, of like uh you know of that a violent b- ballet i guess <laughs> the best way to do you know what i'm saying i don't know how the oh, best yeah, yeah. way to to, to no, describe no, right, right. it but it's a ballet where they where they somebody's gonna get a bloody nose at the end like that's <laughs> and it's amazing and it's fascinating um but i don't want to i want to take make sure that we call out a couple of other characters though um i thought uh i thought aquafina was gonna ruin this movie um no not offense on her i i love her i think she's hilarious but i'm like it's just gonna be like too comical like she's because she's really funny yeah Yeah, is she gonna come in here and like just be too much even in the serious stuff like she was she really brought it she was really good one of the one of the great things also about this movie is that there's so many wonderfully powerful and badass and strong Mm -hmm. female characters Mm -hmm. too um, Aquafina being one of them, you wouldn't expect that uh, from from her for, from her character in the beginning. But she really, uh, the character development for her and for Xiaoling, uh, Shangqi's sister, um, and then uh, Michelle Yeoh's character was always. She, oh, she's, I love she's, her. She's always a badass. She's like, gonna be on. great in any I mean, in anything she's she, in. She, I didn't even just, know she was in it. That's how much I research I did before we saw this. <laughs> but mean, when she came on the screen, I was like. Yes, yeah, 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 absolutely right. She could just <sighs> they could just hire her to stand there in the background. And I'd she be makes like, everything oh. better that she's in. She really yes. does. Really, she <laughs> she does. She elevates her and Tony Young, um, and actually Yun Hua, who um, you may not recognize, but he uh, he played uh, he played the old archer guy. Uh, he was the landlord in uh, Kung Fu Hustle, and he is kind of legendary in old Hong Kong cinema. So it was great to see yeah. him do something and he also what? has a, a s- small but the great i gotta wonder how many other like little bit like little extra there was a kung fu hustle uh poster in shang chi's bedroom uh i'm one like i want to go back and see how many other easter eggs uh, well, from you know, other types of you know other oma- again homages oh, to, to that world that, the, I, that we didn't I, see I feel, 
I feel like Kung Fu Hustle and Shaolin Soccer were, were represented in there. Um, uh, I love like, that movie. Shaolin Soccer know, is one of my favorites. Oh, it's it's so goofy, uh, but it's so fun. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I will say that there are a couple of, a couple of moves that, that, that Shang-Chi did that definitely reminded me of some stuff from Kung Fu Hustle. Well, just what they changed, just the fact that they changed the 10 rings, because in the comic books, the 10 rings were actual rings and each mm-hmm. ring had a specific different power. But mm. I can sort of see why they wanted to change that, because that sounds a lot like the Infinity Stones. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I can see why they decided to change them into bracelets. And those bracelets are actually, to me, I feel like they're based on the old, because uh, in old Wing Chun um, and in old Wushu techniques, there was a technique where if you wanted to strengthen your forearms and your arms, they would put iron bracelets on their forearms going from here mm. to here as resistance as weight extra weight and so so i feel like they consciously or not i feel like they pulled a little bit of inspiration from that which was yeah. great i loved it i loved what they did with the 10 rings i thought it was i thought that was pretty cool um, yeah all of it was just really phenomenal and i think you're right i think a lot of people um i think this movie will surprise a lot of people you know they're going to go in with a certain expectation and i think no matter what that expectation is they're going to be pleasantly surprised by what they get out of here. It was a really, it, it's one of the best MCU movies for sure. In my opinion. I mean, it's, it's a, it, it's definitely much better than it, it, it's the best MCU movie we've had in a while. I think. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of a lot of MC movies, MCU movies that I want to see again right now. Like if you said, let's rewatch this, what would you rewatch? Oh, I'm, I'm ready to go now. I want to I would that. rewatch this in a heartbeat right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to see I actually, it again. I actually have. On and that's not calendar. to knock the other ones because I definitely oh, no, no, no. would rewatch them. Sure. But like, which would I pull off the shelf first to watch? That's got to be this one. Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah. Easily. Like, I love Black Widow, but. I didn't feel compelled to, well, I've got to watch it again right now. Mm-hmm. After seeing Shang-Chi yesterday, like I've been chomping at the bit to try and see it again because mm-hmm. there was just so much going on. It was so great. I have on my calendar uh, marked the date 45 days from Friday. Yeah. Because yeah. that's when Shang-Chi will drop on Disney+. Plus. I'm get- and, I'll probably and, be grabbing it again. Yeah. And for sure, well, it's going to be free. It's not going to be a premium access. It's not going to be premium access. No, no. That, 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 that's, that's what, I uh, was assuming it was. I shouldn't have no, said no, no, that. No, no. Now Disney's going to be like, oh, he would pay it. What? Did you pay for it? Let's get him to pay for it. That's what we do. Well, we don't want another. Right. No, no. From what I understand, it's a 45-day theatrical exclusive window, which is, you know, I think half the time it usually is. Yeah. But they're doing the- which again is, exclusive. I think, what Scarlett and, and Emma are kind of. It's like, right. what about what about these contracts we talked about? Exactly, yeah. exactly. But no, so I, you know, but yeah. Oh my gosh, that I can't wait. And no, before we go, we are running up on time, and I do want to mention that because a lot. Uh, I think this movie. I don't think people realize how important this movie is right now for the MCU because. Um, and that they should really go out if they can and if they feel comfortable. And I know with Delta and all the things, um, uh, you know, if you feel comfortable going to the theater, you have to go to the theater to see this. And here's why. So as Utah said, 45 days, it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Um, I've read several articles that have talked about how the next three weeks are very important for Disney right now. Oh, right. How this movie performs Could is been. actually... It, it might affect and might mean Eternals goes to 2022. Right. Or, or even Spider-Man. Maybe even Spider-Man, which yeah. I will riot if that happens. So go <laughs> see this movie. Um, no. 
<laughs> Seriously, though, um, it is important. I did and, hear that. And, yeah. and, and I'm seeing so many people on Twitter and on my Facebook, they're all, and everybody's like, um, I saw people complaining that this one isn't on Disney Plus. And I'm like, I'm like, no, it will be in 45 days. Stop complaining. I, I get it. And, and they're not there. These people aren't not going because of COVID. They're no, just they not just... going because we've introduced such an easier way to consume these movies. And that's fine. I am not knocking that. I love that. That's how I ended up seeing Black Widow. That's I paid awesome. the 30 bucks. We all watched yeah. it here. Uh, that was more out of convenience than not wanting to go to the theater. Um, I really wanted to see it. And everybody was here and uh, our family, um, you know, and we we're just like, let's do it. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, because it split that box office, they're really rethinking how they want to do this. We have to still support movies that we want to see on the big screen, on the big screen. And sometimes these are the types of movies that work better on the big screen. I know you have a great HD television. I know that you uh, bought the streaming service. I know that you're really proud of your surround sound system. I've got some of those things, too. But you can't... Uh, the 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 excitement of seeing it in a the theater with you guys. Right. Because, uh, you know, you'd have to come over to my house to even like be together to do that. Um, and we can't accommodate that right now, but seeing it with you guys. And then, you know, like I, when I saw, um, uh, uh, you know, Black Panther in the theater. I can't imagine what it would have been like to not see if I had just watched it on TV for the first time. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like the excitement right. in that room and the, yeah. the the cheering that took place, like I was a part of, like that was exciting. And that was the same for Endgame. I mean, every MCU movie that I've seen in the theater, I don't want to lose that that aspect of it. Yes, I can get a great sound and picture at home. Yes. You know what I can't get? That, com that, community that community of right. fans who love this these movies, enjoying them and cheering and 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 doing it and coming. Even if it's six feet apart and there's less of us in the theater, I don't care. I love to hear everybody cheering and clapping at the end. Um, and that's that's what I'm hoping survives all this. I, that's yeah, what that I really want to see survive. Not necessarily, I'm not saying we can't do them still at home. Uh, that's fine. And if that's your preference, great. But don't forget that feeling you had when you saw Endgame in the theater. Don't forget that because oh it's not going to be there in your living room. It's right. just not. That's true. That's just me. That's my impassioned when, plea. That's my, uh, that's my, I'm going to get off my <laughs> soapbox now. That's my impassioned plea. I, I'm not judging anyone who wants to stay home. I think that's fantastic that you have that option now, but I'm also trying to encourage as, as the world gone geek, as the, someone who's trying to encourage us to celebrate our passions and celebrate together our uniqueness, our, un, our unit, our unity in uniqueness, right? Like the things that make us all unique are what bring us together as geeks. Like that's what the show is all about. That's what we're trying to do. And so I would love to see that still happen in the movie theater, the way it happens at cons the way that you know there's a reason we right. all go to these things there's don't a, forget that guys let's let's hold on to some of that that's um, but, and be safe so doing great. so you can still be well, safe sure. I, that's what mm -hmm. i'm trying to say all right i'm sorry soapbox over i'm glad i had a chance to say it though no you're absolutely right the shared experience really amplifies uh amplifies the, the memory of it like there's no way uh, Captain America uh, wielding Mjolnir would be nearly as powerful or as a, uh, the same if I watched it in my living room. 
Well, especially with the way everybody reacted when you see, and there's videos of that out there on YouTube right now of right, right, the, the theater people the who were filming reaction. the theaters, right? That's how it was in ours too. I mean, yeah. I almost jumped out of my chair. Like I was like, like when I saw <laughs> when I saw it flying, I knew what was happening. Like as you just knew was, it was going to be cat. Thanos was hit. You knew it was going to yeah. be cat. You I was, just I was, knew I was, it. I was punching people next to yeah. me that I didn't even know in the shoulders. Going, oh well, that's God, the reason people don't want to go back to the theater. Well, you I tell mean, you're well, punching well, them all the time. They, 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 see, they don't want to go see you it with now. Me. We got it. Yeah, this. it's my fault. I'm just playing. That, that's why. That's why I sat by myself yesterday. Because Karen I didn't, didn't even, want to get punched. Well, the tra- the trailers were on when we came in. I couldn't even see anybody. I don't even know where you were sitting. So I just I, I just I went up to w- the top. I actually wasn't there. I left. I haven't I haven't seen the movie yet. Oh yeah. My gosh. Well, we are out of time. Our uh, we need to wrap this up. But what a great discussion. I mean, seriously, go out and see this movie. Um, and not it's just fantastic. to save not just to save the cinema experience, but because it is a phenomenal movie. It's, it is really uh, fun. Incredible. Um, I can't wait to see it again. Oh yeah. And the big screen, it definitely definitely is a big screen movie. A lot of people are like, well, I don't want to go see, you know, the next rom-com or, or, or a drama necessarily on the big screen. I get that because there's no visual uh, now Dune. I might no, want to see on the big screen because that's a that there's a visual screen. element yeah, that Dune that cinematography is going to be, be it's mm-hmm. going to be beautiful up there, right? Yeah. So I might or might not. It is going to be an HBO Max. I got to decide what I'm going to do when that comes out. But um, when there's that visual element, but you know, if it's a the next you know comedy, uh, you know, I don't need that visual element or that camaraderie. I do like to hear other people laugh. You know what I mean? Uh, at, at comedy uh-huh, movies, but uh-huh. I get, I get, I get that you don't want to do that. You want to wait to Netflix to, to see a comedy or, or a romantic comedy or whatever. Right. No, um, this movie definitely has the uh, cinematography and the visuals that take advantage of the big screen. Oh, sure do. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it was, was gorgeous. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you guys for watching, uh, listening, whatever it is, however you are enjoying this podcast. We appreciate you. Um, we have got some great stuff coming up this season. We really do. Oh, we We've do? got some really cool guests lined up. Um, we do? We're going to be revealing some of those as they come. We will. Game night. Game night is coming back. Yeah. Even Utah doesn't know. What? Um, <laughs> that's not true. You know, game night is coming back. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying to settle on a night. It may not be Thursdays yet. We're just still trying to figure that out. It's but definitely going to be a night, though. It is. It's Otherwise, it loses it's all. It's It'll like 6 o'clock day. in the morning, and, and we call it game night. People are like, I don't get it. Like, um, Jackbox has though? a brand new pack, party pack, coming out with a bunch of new games. So we're hoping. They keep saying fall. Yeah. I'm looking at my watch well, because my watch says fall. Te- uh, technically, no. it's still fall. Yes, it is fall right now, so I'm ready, is Jackbox, it? and we're hoping it's to be fall to, for a couple more months. We're gonna did, we're gonna premiere turned? game what? night. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> we're gonna premiere oh. game night with uh, the new Jackbox, hopefully. So uh, well, you're keep okay? an eye out for fall? that. <laughs> keep an eye out for that. We're gonna have a couple more weeks, and that will come. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all of the, uh, the things, the gram fall behind you. Something's falling behind you. What are all those called? The gram, all of the different things. Follow us on all of those. So here's the theme song because we're going to wrap it up. There we go. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of uh, World Gun Geek. Make sure to follow us on all of the socials, all of the fun things like that. Uh, so you can keep touch with what's going on. 
Buy some merch that helps us keep doing this. It helps us pay for things like StreamYard and the things that we're doing. Uh, follow us on Patreon. You can support us there as well. Uh, we love you. We'll see you guys. Bye. The podcast is real is a World Gone Geek production.